Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. On today's episode, I'm talking about what drives you to lean into uncomfortable topics like sex. And I share with you the number one reason why people do not experience sexual breakthroughs. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach, and this podcast is the place to learn how to have it all and live your abundant, loving life. Now, if you're tired of feeling stuck, if you're tired of having those feelings of confusion, you don't know your purpose, you aren't feeling confident, you're feeling anything but clear, then you, my friend, are in the right place because that's what I talk about here on this show. I drop new episodes every single Tuesday, and if you can, I have a couple requests for you. If you can hit subscribe on whatever podcast player or app you're listening to right now, that would be fantastic. Just hit that subscribe button. And then also, if you can leave a rating and review, that would be dope as well. And it not only helps me to know what you like about the show so that I can create more of what you dig, but it also helps new people to discover the podcast as well so that they can get tapped into these awesome conversations. So if you could hit subscribe, rate, and review, that would be awesome. And then also, if you want to reach out to me directly for whatever reason, if you want to say what's up, if you want to give me some some episode suggestions, if you want to give me some feedback, whatever it is, you can reach me in two ways. My email address is matthew at matthewbivens.com. And on Instagram, I am at Matthew underscore Bivens. So today's episode We are wrapping up our series about sex that's called Let's Talk About Sex. And it's been a a really awesome several weeks as we have just peeled back layers, layer after layer after layer, really trying to get to the heart of what your sexual story is and understanding the aspects of those earliest moments of you recognizing what sex was or that you were a sexual being and just tracing it all the way up until today and the experiences that you're having. Because I, I truly believe that sex and the way that we think about sex and relate to sex and the way we see ourselves and our role, all of that can be so beautiful and so amazing. And we can feel so confident and empowered and peaceful and excited. And sex can really be thrilling and healing. And those things are absolutely possible. Yet, in order to do that, we have to tear down a lot of the the ideas and stories and beliefs that we have around sex that were handed to us by other people that are unhealthy, that don't serve us, and that you know really had a different agenda to them. So I understand this is challenging work, but it is so worth it. And today, as I mentioned, this is the final episode in that series. And you know, really, I set out to do this because 
months and months ago, I got into this really great conversation on on Instagram with a listener of the podcast. Shout out once again to Mark. And we were just talking about sex and sexual healing, and he had some really fantastic questions. And as I was thinking of how I wanted to respond, you know, I'm realizing that there really are so many layers to this. And a proper response isn't just on, you know, some action item. Hey, go do this, consider this. But it really has to do with going deep into our earliest conceptions of sex and really into the deepest beliefs that we have around sex. So that inspired this series. And what I wanted to do over all these weeks is really to spark something within you that motivated you to pursue your own sexual healing on a deeper level. I just wanted to activate that spark. And the reason being is when that spark got activated within me, the, the, the work that I've done on myself in the area of sex has been the most powerful work that I've done for my own personal development, hands down. It's been the most powerful, meaningful, healing, transformative work. And so I know that if you can get that spark activated within yourself, and you could take that and do some really incredible things in terms of your own healing. And now I understand that healing and growth and and just really taking things to the next level, it requires action. And for so many people in life, particularly around this area and topic of sex, the action never happens, right? It's It's, you know, you have these ideas of what you could do. You have some thoughts about where you could take it next, what a next step might be for you, conversations you could have, you know, uh, uh, experts you could seek out help from, but you never actually take action on it. And, you know, what's tough about that is I can hold the space for you to do a lot of things, but I can't move for you. I can't walk the path for you. Your partner can't desire things for you and and get you to do it. It's really up to you. And so that kind of leads me to what today's episode is all about. I want to talk about the number one reason why you aren't having your sexual breakthrough. And, you know, I've been a life coach for a number of years now, and I really specialize in helping people to have breakthroughs. People come to me when they're feeling stuck and they're feeling frustrated, they're feeling confused, they, they, they don't, they're not clear, and they ultimately want a breakthrough in their life because so many amazing things are on the other side of that breakthrough, right? The confidence, the clarity, the self-esteem, the self-worth you know, the the courage, it's on the other side of that breakthrough. And so people come to me for that and I just notice these patterns. And the number one reason why people don't take action and don't listen to that wisdom that's all around them, it's because their why isn't big enough. And by why, I mean the driving reason why you do what you do. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If your why is not big enough, then what happens is you meet some feelings of discomfort or fear or some circumstance or some hurdle that is bigger than your why and you stop. And so right now, you, you listening, you have a lot of wisdom. You have a lot of wisdom that's been shared with to you you know, by others. It's been shared with you. And you also have your own innate internal wisdom, that intuition, right? Like there's so much wisdom there. And your intuition and your inner voice, it does its best at giving you the wisdom and guiding you in the directions that are going to benefit you. But you may not be listening. You may not be taking action on it. And I'm giving you wisdom here on this podcast. The last four weeks and the last five years just been sharing with you wisdom, you know, things I've learned from my experiences, from me going out there and walking these paths. And I've been sharing that with you on the podcast. But that also may not result in you taking any meaningful action. And so if there's an area around sex where you aren't listening to wisdom and you aren't taking action, the reason for that will boil down to your why not being big enough. And again, the reason why I'm talking about that today is because I want you to have just this, like these great feelings that come up within you when you think about sex, when you think about your sex life, you know, when you think about sex, whether it's in the past, present, or future. I, I want you to have that healthy relationship to sex, to feel empowered and in charge of yourself sexually. And really to be getting all the amazing benefits from sex that are available to you. Those things, those benefits and, and the healing transformative and the growth aspects of sex that are there, they can be blocked and they can be out of reach when you are feeling shame and guilt and anxiety and embarrassment and judgment and when you have these expectations Right, And so doing the work to reveal and ultimately heal those things so that you can relate to sex in a more healthy way, that can be so extremely tough. It can be so, so difficult. And I know it firsthand. I was very aware that I had some unhealthy associations with sex. I had some unhealthy paradigms and ideas around sex. I had some really damaging aspects of who I thought I was sexually and what my role was and my inadequacies and my you know performance anxieties and like the shame and the guilt I had so so much of that and I know how that impacted me on a whole lot of levels of course it impacted me anytime sex was brought up anytime I thought about it or talked about it with friends or was in a like a sexual situation, all of that stuff came up. 
But then th- here's the thing. It like it it seeps out even farther than that because it goes into your self-worth, into your personal identity, into your values and societal norms. Like it gets into all of that stuff. And so I understand that broaching this topic can be extremely tough. And, you know, that's why we don't listen to the wisdom because it's uncomfortable to do so. It's uncomfortable. This whole topic is uncomfortable, so we shy away from it. Or maybe this this topic is traumatic and is really painful to revisit some of these things. Or maybe it's just confusing. Maybe we just don't know, don't know what to do, don't know who we are, all of those things, and so we just want to avoid it. And so really my point is that if you never create a bigger why for yourself, then you're never going to fully engage in the sexual healing process that can free you from what's currently holding you back from truly living that fulfilled life. So my intention for this conversation is I really want to help you to look at your big why. And if you haven't been listening to the wisdom and haven't been taking action, then it's so important to look at your why and to grow a why that's large enough to get you to move on this stuff. Because clearly, if you've listened to more than five minutes of any of these last five episodes, this is a topic that is on your mind. It's on your spirit. And so if you've only been listening and you haven't taken any action, even a tiny, tiny little step, then I really encourage you to examine and explore your why. And so I want to read an excerpt from an article that I stumbled across several months ago when I was thinking about this topic and just doing research. And what I really love about this article is that, to me, it makes such a beautiful case as to why we want to engage in the work of sexual healing. And so this, the author of this, of this article is Kimberly Ann Johnson, and the title is Sex Work is Soul Work. And I'm going to link to it in the show notes for this episode. So you can go and check out the description on whatever podcast player you're listening to, and you'll see a link there. You can also go to my website, matthewbibbins.com, click on episodes, and you'll be able to find the link in the description for this episode. So I'm going to read to you several passages, and we're going to talk about it because, again, this article to me made such a, a great case for why you want to really dive into this topic in your life. So Kimberly Ann writes, I can't separate sex work from soul work. For me, the essence of each of us, our soul, reveals itself at the thresholds, the thresholds of birth, sex, and death. Sometimes death is a metaphorical one, a dark night of the soul. Birth can be metaphorical too. Sex is the one of this trilogy that is the most available to us, the most tangible. In some ways, sex is the one that is most in our control. The one that, if tended to, can give us the most frequent insights, signposts, and revelations. Now, real quick, I just want to comment on what she says. The essence of of each of us, our soul, reveals itself at the thresholds. And sex is one of those thresholds. And that's something that when I was doing this, this work on myself, and really diving in, the, st- the things that would come up within me, the fears, the beliefs, the ideas, my conversation, 
it was all being revealed as I was really exploring myself sexually. It was being revealed. And that's what she writes. It reveals itself as at the thresholds. And that's one of the things that sex does that, you know, other, other looking at other areas doesn't do it to the same degree. And I believe it's because we are at our most vulnerable when we are expressing ourselves sexually. Like when you're with another person in the bedroom and you're stripped down, you aren't just physically stripped down, but everything that that is who you are, it's stripped down and it comes out. And so the masks that we wear are readily on display, prominently on display. Our insecurities, our fears, our guilt, our shames, all those things, they are there. And the the you know, how much you're feeling those, it gets reflected in the thickness of the mask that you have on, unless you're willing to really be with it. And that's why this to me is such important work because who you are in your soul is revealed at this threshold. I'm gonna continue with reading. Most people are dissatisfied or mystified by sex because they too know this, but they don't know how to get to these transformative zones. Instead, they are trapped in conversations about how many times a week they're doing it, or if they have multiple orgasms, or how they do it and pretend to love it just so they don't have to do it more, or how they won't ask for what they really want because then their partner will get the quote-unquote wrong idea and think it needs to lead to something that they don't want it to lead to. Now, quick comments about this. I have been there, and you might be in this space as well, where the conversations you're having around sex are these surface-level conversations such as, you know, how many times a week are you having it? Or how many times did, you know, your partner have an orgasm? Or all all those things that we can get caught up in. And we can look to that as indication as to whether or not we have a healthy or unhealthy sex life. You know, we can say, oh, the married couple who has sex once a week, oh, that's perfect. They must have a beautiful, healthy sex life or whatever it is your, the number is for you. But in reality, that, that number has very little, reveals very little about how that individual relates to sex and whether or not that relationship is a healthy one. And so we get trapped in these conversations. And that's just what we end up talking about. And then we can even make those conversations taboo and uncomfortable. So then we don't even have those conversations. And it, it, it just becomes this cycle of something where, you know, no one's talking about it. Everyone's having feelings about it. A lot of those feelings are, you know, feelings that don't feel great. Yet we just continue the cycle and it goes on and on and on. So I wanted to point that out. All right. To continue reading. They are trapped in porn echoes even if they have never watched porn, thinking their body needs to look some way, imagining that their partner too thinks that or wants some position, some sound, some way that sex is supposed to be hot and sexy. And before you know, it is a performative circus, a showdown of false egos and false displays, addictive yet rarely satiating. It is a merry-go-round of, I thought you liked that, or... I hope he liked that, or I hope she thinks I'm good. None of this has anything to do with connection. And by connection, I don't mean commitment. By connection, I mean people present in their bodies, of where, aware of where they are in time and space, engaging in something that feels real, digestible, 
and interesting, if not erotic, in that moment. Now, again, to comment on this, this is, to me, what so much of the conditioning and the ideas and beliefs that have been handed down to us, this is where they come from, trapped in the porn echoes, even if you've never watched porn. You know, and if you've if you listen to the show, you've heard me talk about my attachment to porn and how damaging my relationship to porn was. And or, or I'll say this, the impact that porn had on me and the damage that it did to me later on in terms of how I viewed myself, how I viewed my role in sex and partners and all these different things. And what Kimberly Ann here is saying is that these things are present even if we don't watch porn because so much of how we think about sex culturally and in our society, it has that perversion level to it. It has this, this taboo about it. We don't want to talk about it. If you do talk about it, then clearly there's something wrong with you. Or if you're a woman talking about sex, then you're a slut. If you're a man talking about sex, then it probably has to do with you know the, the, the conquering man, that type of thing. And then with both people, with both sexes, it's about like how our bodies need to look and how you need to show up and how I need to show up and the noises that I need to make and the noises that I need to make you make. And it's all this show. I love what she says. It's a performative circus, a showdown of false egos. And I also like how she talks about connection, right? Because to be connected is so very different than what I think a lot of people experience in sex a true connection with themselves and a connection with partner. In order to do that, you have to learn how to become present, to become centered, to not be in your head thinking about the position, thinking about how loud they are, thinking about how many times they came, thinking about all those different things. When you're up there in your mind thinking about all those things, the connection doesn't happen, or at least it doesn't happen in a very strong way. The connection is through the heart, right? And it requires you being plugged into your heart and then plugging into that person or you being plugged into your spirit, right? And then plugging into that person. That's, that's where the connection comes from. And like Kimberly says in the article, she says, connection, not commitment. Because being in a committed relationship, it's so easy to make sex something that is a duty or a responsibility. Oftentimes, women will feel that it is their duty to give, to perform sex with their, their partner, with their husband. It's a duty. Okay, I have to do this once every other week, once a week, once a month, because that's my duty in this committed relationship. That right there is not going to create healing and transformation. It's not going to benefit anybody in that, in that relationship to have that belief that that's the purpose of sex is duty. But that's what a lot of people hold on to. And so I really do like that in the article, Kimberly says, connection, not commitment. I'm gonna continue reading. And this is the last little section. And this is all important. If we slow down, we open ourselves to organic connection That is the antidote to depression, to isolation, to loneliness, to confusion. Drop all of the scripts you've learned. Women want X. Men want Z. 
Bodies that look X are sexier. People who have X are this way. Drop into your power center, bite into it, and express from there. You might find yourself making odd requests. Then good for you. You've crossed a threshold to originality that is the nexus for genuine connection that looks nothing like what you have been shown or what you might have imagined. Spontaneous expression, a form of enlightenment. So that's the end of the article that I wanted to read to you today. And again, I'm going to put links to it in the description and show notes. And real quick, that last part, a form of enlightenment. You know, don't even get tripped up on that word enlightenment because I know some, you know, some of you might be thinking, well, you know, that might not be a word at least that you connect with. But enlightenment simply means freed from ignorance or misinformation. And so think about it. How much of the way that you relate to sex has to do with ignorance, you know, not knowing something, or being fed misinformation. I know I got a lot of misinformation from how sex was depicted in media, right? In TV and movies and porn. There was a lot of information that I took on. I, I, I got that information and it implanted in my brain and said, this is how relationships are. This is what a, it means to be a good lover, this is what it means to be a strong man. This is what it means to be, you know, all, all of these different things, right? And so enlightenment in the, in the, the way that I want to, the context behind that word for this conversation, it's freed from ignorance and misinformation. So again, for me, the self-work that I've done around sex has been the most important work in my life, hands down. And it's because trust acceptance, courage, unconditional love, these are all things that are really at the heart of sexual healing. And when you are, are bold enough, courageous enough to go in on those things and peel back those layers, it touches everything else. And sex ends up being one of the, the, the gateways to really tapping into those things, to seeing where you don't trust where you don't trust yourself, where you don't trust your partner, maybe you don't trust women, maybe you don't trust men. Sex ends up being that gateway to see how courageous you are. And in the previous episode, we were talking about expression. Like how comfortable are, are you with you in your own skin? Acceptance, right? Sex shows us how accepting we are of ourselves of what is real for us, is true for us. And then the courage on top of that to express what we want, to make those requests, to speak our mind, and to trust ourselves that we'll be okay no matter what. If we're accepted or rejected, it's okay because we accept ourselves. And that unconditional love piece, being able to un, like love ourselves as close to unconditionally as we can. And then we can extend that to the person that we're with, to love to accept them for who they are unconditionally. For me, sex has been the doorway, the best doorway to really tap into those things and see where I was in all those areas and then address it. And so it showed up in all these different other, all these other areas in my life. Like when I'm about to step into scary situations in my life, I can trust that I can handle those situations and that ultimately I'll be okay. The trust that I have in myself is so high that there are 
few, if any, scary situations that I can't find some level of, of comfort in because I ultimately can trust myself. And in my business or in my personal life, when a client or a friend of mine calls me up because they are in the middle of a crisis, like they're in the middle of an emergency and they really need me to sit in on a breakdown that they're having. Maybe it's a breakdown with their partner, their spouse. And they're like, I need you in this moment. I trust that my experience, my training, my intuition will support me in being a fantastic space holder for them in that moment. And I don't worry. Something like that would have made me so anxious and nervous in the past because I didn't trust myself, right? And in this world of, of entrepreneurship, my wife and I have had so many big opportunities come, come across our plate and they feel exciting or they feel scary and exhilarating and risky. And, you know, it's like we want to we wanna dive in, but it's like, okay, what will happen if this goes that way, if that? But ultimately, we trust. I trust. I trust that I can make a decision and live with whatever happens and I can navigate any of the obstacles and things will be okay. And that level of trust and feeling confident and having the courage to move to 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 move on things and say what i what's on my heart and express myself and accept people and accept who i am that really like the beginning of that the growth in those areas happened in the bedroom it happened through me peeling back those layers and really seeking out some deep sexual healing and looking at where can I grow and what is this revealing about me? What is the way that I feel about sex and feel about myself reveal about me? What is my partner mirroring back to me? Where do some of these thoughts come from that don't feel good, that feel judgmental or feel shameful or feel guilty? Where do they come from and why are they there and how can I replace them? These are the things that we've been talking about over the last several weeks. And again, my intention with this series has been to spark something within you that you can then fan into a flame. And I did that by taking it back to some of the very earliest, like basic parts of your sexual identity and helping you to take baby steps. And if that is challenging and the wisdom that's being shared with you here today and over the several weeks, and the wisdom that you have within yourself, if that is, if you're not moving on it, then it really does come down to your big why. And so I shared, you know, my personal experience and testimony with the hope that it will create something within you to create a bigger why. I read that article with you just to hear some, some other person's testimony who's not me right? Like this isn't just something I'm saying, but just the importance and really the, the benefit and the beauty and the magic that can happen when you are just so courageous to dive into this type of work. So many amazing things can come from it. And I want you to let go of this thought that it's just about sex because it's not. And hopefully by now you really get that. This is not just about sex. This really is about having it all. This is what I, what I talk about on the podcast as day one, having it all, living an abundant, loving life, right? And sex is just that portal that allows us to access the deepest parts of ourselves and really shows us what's in there. 
and there's nothing that's in there that if you don't like the way that it looks or feels, there's nothing in there that you can't shift, that you can't change, that you can't heal. Because I've had some things that for years I knew I would never tell anybody and I would go to my grave keeping as a secret. And I had some things that I just knew were chiseled in stone as to who I I was and what I was capable of and what I was not capable of. And let me tell you, really engaging in some deep sexual healing, I learned that I know nothing. That those things that I knew so certainly, well, they're all different now. And those things that I swore I would take to the grave because I was so I was feeling so much shame and guilt and embarrassment, I've shared them with people. I've shared them in front of a group of strangers. And it was because of just the space that sex and intimacy and sexual intimacy, really, the space of, of opportunity that is there with what it holds. So I feel like I'm rambling now. <laughs> And I never want to do that. And so I'm going to wrap up this conversation. And, you know, really, I want to say thank you for going on this journey with me over the past several weeks. And you are courageous as hell. You certainly are. To even sit in on a few minutes of any of these conversations, like to press play on a podcast episode that's titled Let's Talk About Sex, you know that something has the potential to come up. So just hitting play on any one of these is is a tremendous thing. And if you sat through all of them, then really props to you because you are bold and you're willing to take a look at these things. And I hope for you that you've gotten something from this, that you truly have gotten something that's caused you to look at things in a different way, question you know, where your ideas and beliefs came from, and really grow your awareness of your relationship to sex. I I really want you to grow consciously around sex, your awareness of your relationship to it. And if, if, if you did that even one degree, then this was a huge, huge success. So thank you for hanging out with me during this amazing journey over the past five weeks. And please, if you want to reach out, if you, if you want to let me know your thoughts about this series, if you have questions, if things are revealed to you and you don't even know what the next step is for you, reach out. I'm, I'm, I am here and I am happy to share my thoughts with you. And you can email me, Matthew at MatthewBivens.com or you can go over to Instagram. I am at Matthew underscore Bivens and you can direct message me there. And yeah, beautiful, beautiful. This is some wonderful stuff that we are all participating in right now. So once again, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. My name is Matthew Bivens and here's to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, 
family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.